What's going on, everybody? I hope you guys are having a fantastic week thus far. So I'm coming to you with a new episode, the one that most of you all have probably been waiting on. Um, man, what a journey. What a journey. That's all I can say. For those who have been following me, um, this has definitely been uh, a journey to say the least. Uh, it has been one of extreme difficulty, one of uh, being extremely uncomfortable, but has been so well worth it, if that makes any sense at all. So I'll go ahead and start from the beginning for those of you who have not been following my story. Earlier in the year of 2019, I started suffering from depression and anxiety. It actually started um, at the beginning of 2019 and just progressively got worse over time. And I cannot tell you how hopeless and lonely and unworthy that I felt during that time. And what was so crazy is that for those of you who don't know me, I'm a very extroverted person. Probably if there was a scale from one to 10, I'm like 11. You know, I'm, I'm a people person to the extreme, very talkative. I can walk up to any stranger and before I leave the conversation, you know, where I've established a relationship or we're good friends. And knowing all of that, where I was at that time, I was completely opposite. I had found myself uh, really not talking to anybody. I was isolating myself, didn't want to go anywhere. Um, would literally just sit in the house and just loathe on the couch. And I knew, I just kept thinking, like, what the hell is going on with me? Like, I remember I just kept asking myself, like, how did I get here? How did I get here? Now, if you rewind to four years prior, I was at, like, the peak of my life. Everything was going great. Um, for those of you who don't know, I'm married to a beautiful, awesome woman, woman of God. She is my rock. She has always been there with me. She doesn't judge me. Uh, whatever it is that I'm going through, she's there. And I'm so blessed to have a wife like that because I know there are many out there who do not, and I don't take that for granted. And she was really there for me and continues to be. Um, 
you know, throughout this process. And if it had not been for her, man, I mean, I don't know. I don't think I would have got to the point to where I wanted to kill myself or anything like that. But, you know, when you're extremely depressed, it's always good to just have somebody to talk to. But see, that's where depression gets you is that you don't want to talk to anybody. That's the last thing you want to do. You just want to go off in a corner, lay in the bed all day, lay on the couch all day or for days, uh, not shower, not brush your teeth, um, call in the work. I mean, it's crazy. I mean, you just don't want to be around anybody. And that's why we have to start taking this depression thing seriously, because if it's not someone being proactive to go and check up on someone else, you know, or check up on the person that is giving off these red flags, like, you know, they're not talking as much or they're not as engaged as they, they usually be or you haven't heard from them in a while. If those friends aren't being proactive to go and look for them, that's how it gets dangerous because they're not going to do it. I can tell you that now. It's almost impossible. And that's coming from somebody who I, I can't sit still. Like, I have to talk to people. I have to be engaging. And it was the last thing I wanted to do at that point. So going back to last year, um, fast forward, you know, from January all the way to October, it just progressively got worse. Um, the stress of work. Um, being a family man, being a husband, not taking any time out for myself. I mean, there was no time for Cliff anywhere. And uh, it caught up with me. Uh, I eventually got to the point to where I was so depressed. The anxiety was just unreal. Um, and it got to the point to where you know, I, I even had to take some time off from work to get myself right. And at the time, I was actually thinking, like, this is a bad idea. You know, like, I got to support my family. You know, I, I can't not be working. But, guys, I'm telling you, it was the biggest blessing that could have ever happened to me. Um. During that time off, I focused on really just getting my head right, focusing on alleviating the depression and the anxiety and focusing more on my health. And first thing I did was, you know, found some good head doctors. Uh, I found me a really good psychiatrist. And he is an awesome psychiatrist. And for those of you who are looking uh, for a psychiatrist, I just want to encourage you. Do you know you're going to have to do your due diligence. Um, if you find one and you really don't gel, or there's something about them that you don't like, I would encourage you to uh, uh, look further. They need to genuinely seem concerned about what you're going through and not just treating you like a, a regular patient. If they're not giving you that, 
Chage, uh, you need to find another psychiatrist, like immediately. Um, but I found a psychiatrist. Uh, he was really good. He seemed to really be concerned about my health and what I was going through. And then I also found a therapist as well. Uh, now, the psychiatrist is going to, he's the one that can prescribe medications. And the therapist is just where you go and sit on a couch and, you know, you talk to somebody to get it off your chest. And so with my psychiatrist, you know, he tried me on some, you know, medications. Um, I went through several medications before I actually found the right one that, that actually worked for the depression. Uh, and then going to see the therapist was really good as well because anything that was weighing you down, um, it's just good to be able to talk to somebody who really doesn't know you and, um, you know, get some stuff off your chest or out your head. Um, so between those two, that helped tremendously. Uh, the second thing that I had wanted to work on during this break is my health. So what I started doing was getting up every morning because the last thing I wanted to do is just sit in his house and lay in the bed. Uh, I was actually trying, you know, I'm trying to get away from that, I'm trying to live life again. And uh, I started, I joined a gym and I started getting up every morning uh, to go work out. Now, I am not a morning person at all, but I knew that that was the best time for me to do it. Number one, I was trying to develop a habit of doing it. And number two, I just keep hearing and reading all these stories about people who have a morning routine where they get up in the morning and they pray and they journal and they write and they go work out. And then the rest of the day is just like great. So I wanted to test that out. And uh, I'm going to be honest with you guys. It was not easy. Hell, it's still not easy. Um, I'm still doing it now. I mean, just like this morning. I did not want to get out the freaking bed. I was so tired, man. And but I pushed through that. It, you know, for me, it's always a mental battle. Every morning, every morning, I want to hit the snooze button. Every morning, I want to get back into bed. But what I start doing is thinking of the benefits, or of if I go and work out. You know, uh, it's going to prolong my life. It's going to uh, alleviate me taking the medication on down the line because the two uh, natural remedies for depression and anxiety is working out and interacting with other people, you know, and that came straight from my psychiatrist's mouth. Um, so I always think of a reason, a good reason to push past that feeling and go anyway, because another goal that I have throughout this journey is to stop letting my feelings run my actions. I'm trying to teach myself to, you know, if I don't feel like doing something, damn it, do it anyway, you know. And for me, it's tough because I'm an emotional person. I'm very emotionally driven. And so usually however I feel is how I act. And um, that has been one of the most uncomfortable things that I've gone through throughout this journey is that, and I'm still trying, you know, I'm still learning is to push past 
those negative feelings that you have where you just don't want to do something, but yet you got to push through and, and do it anyway. So, you know, working out four, five times a week, <clears throat> I've already lost uh, 10 pounds. And uh, I'm going to be honest with you. I mean, I, I feel really, really good. Um, and then the other thing that I incorporated with that was I wanted to focus more on my diet because I know that 80% of, you know, uh, losing weight and being healthy is what you eat. And my background growing up, like, I just did not really eat that healthy. Um, and as I became an adult, you know, it's just pretty much eat whatever you want. And then on top of that, I'm an emotional eater. So anytime I get stressed or depressed, I usually want, run to the pantry and I'm gobbling down sweets and candies and, you know, processed food and all of that crap. So I wanted to focus on uh, developing a healthier uh, eating routine. So I knew that my wife had been on Weight Watchers uh, several times. I think she's been on it two times. And each time she got on Weight Watchers, like, she lost a lot of weight. And when I was talking to her about it, you know, because I was telling her, like, look, you know, when I go and work out, and when I leave the gym, I don't know what the hell to eat. It's like I want to eat healthier, but then I don't know what to eat. So that's when she brought up Weight Watchers, and I immediately joined it. Um, I've actually been on it for about four or five days now. And, again, it's tough as hell because everywhere you go, you know, it goes by a point system. And I'm just blown away at, like, stuff little things or in my mind they're little like sauces and uh uh what is it the creamer that you put in the coffee and you know just condiments in general have a ton of uh either sugar or uh you know something is something unhealthy pretty much um but i am learning to focus on what am i going to eat prior before i actually go and get something and I'm really loving it so far. So I'm really excited about where I am in this journey. Um, I've been sharing bits and pieces of my journey with, uh, you know, Facebook and Instagram and social media in general because, you know, within my spirit, throughout the entire depression, anxiety phase, I knew, number one, I knew God was there and I knew that he was going to use me for a greater purpose and that all of what I was going through was just a, a testimony that I'll be sharing with other people uh, because even when I was sharing things on Facebook or social media I had several multiple people reach out to me and tell me that they were going through something similar or going through the same thing so I knew I wasn't the only person that was going through this. And I just knew that God wanted me to share my story with you all because it's going to reach somebody out there. I mean, that's what I'm praying. Before I even did this podcast, I prayed and asked the Holy Spirit to bless my words and bless this podcast so that it reaches somebody out there who's going through something similar or the same thing. 
Bless them so that they have courage and the willpower to get help. And that's what I'm praying for with this podcast. So I knew that I had to go through this experience just so I could bless other people. And while going through the experience, I thought about Jesus several times and what he went through when he walked the earth. And, you know, that would kind of inspire me and, and kind of keep me going. But, you know, again, me being an emotional person, you know, I just kept focusing on how I felt rather than, you know, on the word or anything else. So, um, lastly, the last thing that I worked on or had a goal for throughout this journey is to get better sleep. Um, I've always been an insomniac, uh, even going back to like my teen, teenage years, I've just always, uh, stayed up late, you know, and wake up early. Um, and when I went through college, it got worse. You know, when I was at Alabama, man, I'd be up to like two, three in the morning. Then I have like, you know, a class at 8 a.m. or 10 a.m. And of course, being young, it really doesn't affect you. But as I, you know, got older and definitely when I hit my 40s, man, it started hurting. So I would normally go to bed around 12, 1 o'clock. Some nights I didn't go to bed at all because my mind would just be racing. And, um, you know, I've gone through an array of uh, sleeping aids, which I really don't like. But honestly, what has helped my sleep tremendously is the few things that I just spoke on, which was, of course, exercise, you know, uh, changing my diet. Uh, I've read several uh, articles on, you know, how to prepare yourself for sleep, better sleep. And incorporating those uh, tactics such as, you know, trying to stick to going to bed at the same time every night, um, alleviating uh, your phone or screen time an hour before you lay down because that blue screen or the blue light from your phone, uh, it does something to your, your mind where, you know, it, it won't allow it to start shutting down. Um, and then also, you know, I even read some nights before I go to bed, which I'm amazed at how reading makes me so sleepy, especially if I'm reading the word. It's like I, man, it's like an ambient or something. Like I instantly get sleepy. It's crazy. Um, so right now in my journey, man, I've, I've done a 180. I mean, it is amazing how much better I feel. Um, and for anybody out there who is going through something similar, first, I want to tell you that do not give up. There are people on this earth who love you. There are people on this earth who need you, even if you don't feel like it. And you need to be here. So if you're having any kind of crazy thoughts or anything like that, please, please, I beg of you, please reach out to somebody. If it's not like a hotline or anything like that, a family member, a friend, do not be ashamed because there are probably millions of other people out there going through some type of depression or anxiety state. You are not crazy. All right. It's just something along the way. 
there was a imbalance or some you know chemical imbalance whatever it is a lot of stress not getting enough sleep something caused you to get off track so you are not broken you are just off track all right um, second thing is you know you have to want to you have to love yourself enough to want to do it and that's another thing I found throughout this process is I had to focus on loving myself again I was giving so much to everybody else and I kind of lost who Cliff was uh, I wasn't loving Cliff at all I was loving you know my wife my kids my job um, you know everybody else and, and trying to make sure that they're taken care of uh, but I quickly found out that if you do not take care of you nobody else will even the person that loves you the most on this on this planet cannot do it for you you have to start loving yourself you have to start taking some time out for yourself whatever it is I'm honestly still working on trying to find out what it is that I used to love and I've done things like I you know I'm looking at personality pro profiles that I've taken back in the day uh, I'm looking at scrapbooks um, I've talked to several other people who know me personally and asked them you know like what are my strengths what are my weaknesses I mean you really are going to have to do a deep dive into who you are to try to find out you know to find yourself again and it's not gonna happen overnight that's that's the thing like I'm one of those people where I kind of like for I like results like immediately um, and I'm learning to have to be patient and just do one little thing at a time and uh, you know so that's difficult but most importantly what I'm learning is although these things are uncomfortable they all lead to you being a better you or me being a better me um, and I'm so thankful that I went through the experience uh, so that I can share my story with the world uh, my goal is to become an advocate because right now I'm believing that you know I'm healed but I've always been a person who enjoys helping people uh, and blessing other people and encouraging other people that's kind of like my gift so I can now use my story to bless others and what people keep telling me is that the you know the gift that I really have is that I don't mind being transparent about it I don't mind that people may judge me I don't really care what other people may think of me or they may think I'm crazy in my mind I'm looking at it like hey I'm just real enough to let you all know that even with all the accomplishments and the success that I've had in my life there came a moment where I wasn't right and in my mind that's normal but hey other people may think like you know he's crazy he's cuckoo hey whatever you know if it hasn't happened to you it may be coming down in the near future who knows I mean I hope it don't but you know that's why you shouldn't judge people so um, so I hope this podcast really blesses somebody out there um, 
And I love to hear from you guys any feedback, whether it's positive or negative. If anybody wants to drop me an email and let me know how this has blessed you or have any feedback on the podcast itself, uh, you can send me an email at C, B as in boy, J O N E S 112 at gmail.com. Again, that's C B J O N E S 112 at gmail.com. Uh, that's going to conclude this podcast for today. I thank you guys for listening and following my journey um, throughout this whole thing. And again, if there's anything I can do to encourage, to inspire, uh, I also do speaking engagements as well. Um, you can follow me on Facebook. Uh, just do a search for uh, Cliff Jones. I have a page out there. Uh, where you can book me, and I'd be more than happy to uh, speak at any engagement. All right, so I love you guys. Take care. Be blessed.